Let's rock this shit, homie. We got wave wavelengths and all that cool shit. We're rocking. Uh-oh, hold on, hold on. Let me get, let me get my, my Put condom your condom on. on. It, there we the go. The podcast is a rockin', so don't come a-knockin'. And Scott's here. Oh, yes. Good fun. Podcasting from the Sportique Studios, where Champ Camp is not just a place you drop your autistic kid off in the summertime. This is the South Stands Denver Fantastic. I'm Colin Daniels with producer Scott Stafford. And your host, John Brady. The boys are back. We're blowing it up here. The boys are back. The boys are back. The boys are back, and they're looking for trouble. <laughs> wow, what is that? You like that? That's a dropkick Murphy you're, you're song. No Adam, oh, you're no Adam. You're no Adam. I'm not. So. I, I thought it might have been a frog song no, at first. It was not. Uh, no. It does sound like it, didn't it? <laughs> hey, welcome to the show, everybody. South Stands Denver Fancast. We're back. Um, it's getting to that time of the year, so we got to start firing up some shows, right? We got to get some uh, some shows going because the, the 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 Christmas of the sports season is upon us. And uh, we got to get back in the groove, and um, it's good to have Scott back. It's been it's been a while, and um, we've had some technical difficulties. So we're, we're glad to see you. Well, well, stop having shows when I can't make it. That, True, that, that'll, that's, that's that'll a, that's, solve that. That's a big help. It's a little cooler in here than it was last week, Colin. A, a little bit. I think you and I, um, you and I, lost probably about ten pounds each. Just. Um, just from beer sweat. That's my ball sack alone. <laughs> Just your ball sack alone. Uh, but yeah, it's literally it's, it was in my sock when ugh, I got up. After. So gross. Um, but yeah, good stuff. We're we're back. We want to uh, we want to uh, get talking some sports. If there's any to be talked about, I think there is actually. Um, we're going to talk a little champ camp. And um, is that the dumbest term? It is so ever. dumb. Let's 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 talk about that. Um, we can dovetail into um, some other topics here. I think my my headphones are like like really loud. I just blew you up. Oh, did you? Okay, that's what it was. Yeah. So okay, thanks. Um, but uh, we, we can talk about Champ Camp in a little bit. But uh, Trevor Story's out for the year. That sucks. Yeah. Wait, wait, I mean, wait. Out for the year? He's out, out for the eight weeks. The, a, a, for the season, pretty much, yeah. They're going to have to cut his thumb open. That's yeah. it. And he, uh, what a fucking bummer because you got the Dodgers. Now mm-hmm. you got Marlins coming in. You know, Marlins going to soar. The team's been playing well. And. It's crazy because I, I had given up. I had, I had written my Rockies off, yep. and things have been uh, getting, getting compelling. But uh, you have to think that losing story is a pretty big blow. Well, it is, and I don't know. We'll see how they, how they respond. They were like five games back from the wild card. Um, they were, were on a little mini roll, and it was one of those things where it was kind of like this next two weeks are going to – Kind of determine whether they're going to, you know, take that step this year or not. Um, uh, excuse me. And uh, Coors Light, ladies and gentlemen. Um, but uh, it, it's it's definitely puts a little a little uh, crimp in it. But uh, we'll see how it goes. My thing I was I was wondering about the other day, maybe it was yesterday, is that every year that the the, the Monforts would put out their thing for playoff tickets, if if the Rockies were like even like kind of halfway, you know like in the in the neighborhood of, of getting a wild card spot they would send out a thing to the s- season ticket holders and say hey reserve your playoff tickets now and you if you'd shell out your money for it and if they made the playoffs you'd have you'd have the seating for the play you'd get your seats for the playoffs 
if they didn't make it, it would just go towards the next year. But they'd get your money early, and they weren't making the playoffs, so they just take that money and invest it. So it's, it's no refund. Six months. It, no, you do not get the money back. They take it and put it towards your season tickets the next year. They would just take it and probably start investing it six months early than, earlier than they usually would. Buy so some cows. Spending exactly. and spending it, doing exactly. whatever they want. So I was thinking this year, I was like, when are they going to send this email out? Like, are they going to send it out this week before all they, they should have sent it out before before story went down because they could have gotten people excited and said, hey, you know what? Five games back in the wild card. Maybe we should shell out to get those tickets. Huh? So I think that they might have uh, missed their window unless they can still keep keep uh, keep rolling. And, and I hope they do, because wouldn't playoff baseball be absolutely awesome? Oh, especially, especially in light of the fact that the first several games of the year, we're going to have to watch Mark Sanchez play quarterback for the Broncos. So, yeah, I think <laughs> ha- having an alternative uh, to that would certainly be nice. There is a problem with that scenario is that I do not believe they have the uh, the Braves on the schedule for 20 more games or so, correct? Scott, with a dose of reality. Well, yes, you that's know, true. You know, yeah. that, that was what kick-started the, uh, the, the run there. The, no, yeah, the, 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 one of the worst teams in the history of baseball. Absolutely. Uh, but the Mets, the Mets aren't bad uh, if they can if they can. If they can beat the Dodgers, uh, the Marlins are like probably in one of the wild card spots. I think um, we'll, we'll see how it goes. We we know how this is going to go, but you know it's just important to ride it out. I think the important thing about the Rockies is that they're never boring, and there's always something. They got all these young players coming up. They're very exciting to watch, even when they're losing. There's still something to kind of to kind of pay attention to, and I think that's all you can ask for in a team. The team that you follow is just something to. Uh, just something to, to hang your hat on that you can go, hey, I, I can at least watch this and, and enjoy some aspect of it, even if I know where it's going to end. Yeah, and I had been out for a while, and I finally tuned back in um, and watched a pretty much an entire game on Sunday, and it was the game that they actually dropped in the end to the Mets. Out of, I think they took three out of four. Um, but it was nice to watch baseball again, and it had been you know, about two weeks, maybe three weeks, since I had just said, this is not worth my time. Now I think it is worth the time to pay attention to the Rockies. And uh, like you say, that's all you can ask for. Make it worth my time. Make me pay attention. And I will pay attention. And I, and I think that's how Denver is about sports that aren't the Broncos. And that's what it's going to take for the Avalanche and the Nuggets as well. It's just stay compelling, stay interesting, um, main, maintain some sort of access to a possible playoff spot, and the fans will come. Sure, but the the reason why the Rockies are are interesting now they're interesting because they're they you know they're they're within range of a of a wild card is that they've got John Gray who if you ever like when he pitched fairly recently like they they had a little thing people a little um, a little uh, video online of his of the break in the ball when he throws it and how it just cuts and just it's just nasty and it's amazing to watch him pitch so he's interesting David Dahl just came up and he's really interesting so there's different storylines and i guess it's you know the people that like I follow on Twitter are all very into it. They all know it. I learn stuff from them. So that's how I'm kind of hip to it. I just think like, you know, like I was talking to, to people in my family and I said, Hey, you know, if they send this thing out, you might want to get the you might want to get the playoff tickets. And they were like, Why? And I said, Well, they're creeping up on a playoff spot. And they were like, Really? And they had no idea. Yeah, I think they, a lot of I think a lot of people yeah, they had have no been idea. surprised. It was I, in fact I was surprised. It was AJ Hafferley from BSN Denver who one day 
tweeted all these facts, like one after the other, like this is how far back they are in the wild card yep. and, and, and did it. And they've won this many of this many. And I was like, wait a minute. Are you fucking kidding me? No. And that's the thing. It's it, you're so used to them being awful this time of year and already checked. You're already checked out and you're 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 checking into champ camp, if you know what I'm saying, that everyone just assumed it. But and, and, and granted, we, we know how they are. We know how things go with them. But um, hey, everybody pay attention to you them know, for and, a little and, bit. And their history. I mean, that's how they've gotten to the playoffs before is sure. winning 23 games in a row yep. type, of, type of stretches so uh you never know you it's never know. it's it's still good stuff um and that's the whole thing it's like i i like to find something i can i can root for and um you know and i know people on all denver sports they find something if you're a big nuggets fan even though they're awful you still find something to to like in it right you still want the some of the players like to watch them play so and i like to watch mark stout of course. So if mm. if I'm gonna be if I'm gonna be oh, oh yeah oh, oh Stouty, baby and, I'm gonna, uh, and I'm do some, so that gives some me an excuse over that one gives me an excuse to watch some some Mark Stout and of course the the always fabulous Jenny Cabin absolutely um, yeah. recently she did a a piece of radio the other day she did the KOA broadcast yeah yeah and I got to tell you it was. An absolute joy to listen to, and I she's joke, awesome. I joke around a lot because I have a crush on her, and I think she's beautiful. And I joke around a lot about the Kavanaugh and stuff, and it, but it's all tongue in cheek. But in reality, I think she's one of the finest broadcasters in the market, and I think we're very, very glad to have her. Very so, lucky. To so have her. why does she get shafted to the the studio all the time when she could be out doing Mark Stout's fucking job? She could be out there doing it. She could be. Well, calling no, the Mark game. Stout's job is is he's been relegated to standing in the stands and doing goofy updates and talking he's about the monkey dumb, he's, he's the, the he's monkey, their monkey yeah. and that's where she used to be so she has made a step back up from being the giggle girl Good, okay which is what mark stout is doing now to the studio mark stout's my giggle, giggle girl when, when they when she, when they realize how good she is i think she belongs as either a color or play-by-play announcer and maybe it won't happen for her here but as a Kavanaugh fan, I hope it happens for her. And hearing her um, with either Jack or Jerry, I don't remember which one it was, on KOA, I was, I was very impressed. Very. Well, it would be a shame if they, if they, they uh, you know, kept giving the shaft until she finally went somewhere else. Because they could get rid of one of these people off the, one of the broadcasts and put her in and it would be great. And it, and, it would, and it would be like, a, like they, they, would look, they would look like heroes. For How her. great would she and Eric Goodman be? Or uh, not Eric Goodman, but uh, Drew Goodman. <laughs> the, good, the good together. Goodman. The good, good Goodman. Goodman. Yeah. Um, no, no offense, Eric. Um, but um, no, th- offense. those two together. Offense. Uh, offense yeah. intended. Those two would be great together. Yeah. yeah. Um, Listen, I, I rip on those guys all the time. And, and this is what's great about them actually playing well is that you focus less on what douchebags those guys are. And it's kind of nice. Um, but... You know, Drew Goodman's excellent. He is great. He is, he, is, he is seriously very good. He's an excellent broadcaster. What do you think about Spielborgs? Because I'm warming up to him slowly I, but surely. I think he's better than, than Houston for sure. Oh, yeah. Jeff yeah. Houston's blow. Yeah, he sucks. He's just like, he's either looking for an excuse for why, you know, a play shouldn't be overturned or whatever or just talking about. Then they, like, serve him a softball. Like, hey, you remember when you played with Nolan Ryan? He's like, well, yeah. And then he tells some I fucking sure boring story about it. Um, At least like, Ringlesby's gone. Yeah, that's true. Thank God. They should. They should put. Um, they should keep Spielborgs. They should find some room for Jenny. Um, I think they could do away with one of the radio guys. And I and I hate to say it's probably it's probably Schimmel because I just don't think he's really. Very good. Yeah, I don't think he's very good. He he 
he his delivery is like and here and this is me a guy talking into a mic criticizing a professional of course that I, I see the irony of it don't don't point it out to me um he sounds like somebody that's been given like a like a you know like they, sometimes they'd bring somebody in and go hey this is so and so from the broadcasting school or whatever and somebody come in and do an inning that's what he sounds like he sounds like he's kind of he's really nervous and he's kind of screwing up some things he stutters a little bit um corrigan's very good i think he could do it on his own but um i'm not a i'm not a shemmel fan on the radio i am and you know so we will have to agree to disagree on that and i you know Listen to I kind of grew up as a sports fan listening to Schemmel do the Nuggets. He was good with the Nuggets, though. You ask anybody about that that listened to him, they're like, yeah, he's better doing the Nuggets for some reason. It's common knowledge. We've got some good broadcasters in this town. Yeah. And we've got some yokels. But, I mean, Jason Kosminski calling a Nuggets game, fantastic. Yeah, he's very Mark good. Mosier calling, a, calling an Avalanche game. I mean, get out of town. Absolutely. He's got to be one of the five best in the country that cover any of these sports so. i've listened to when i had satellite radio going um you know over the winter i would listen to all the different hockey games because you can get all the, you can get all the radio broadcasts and um all the ones on the east coast i'd hear because i'd be driving from work and i could just click through them and listen to the different broadcasts he's head and shoulders above any of those guys and he's a big personality which is is one of those things like when you think of the great broadcasters there was always an element to their personality that made them memorable and made them stand out. And he's got that. So I, I think from that respect, he's the best play by play guy in the Denver market. Going back to the radio thing, this happened a little bit ago um, with Corrigan. He, did we bring the, we talked about Adam with Adam Kinney, didn't we about Jack Corrigan saying something about uh, being a fan and, and being all pissy to on Twitter. Did we talk about this? Yes. Yes. Okay. Did. Um, yeah. So I just think that with the, with the with the root guys and the KOA guys, and in between the KOA and the fracking and like the you know the the Trump commercials, it's it's hard to when when the Rockies suck. And I come back to this: when the Rockies suck, it's it's very easy to find fault in those guys because you're like, why is this guy shining this turd so much? He's gonna he's gonna he's gonna burn it through the floor. He's polishing it so much, and. It's I, I have I always will have problem with that because I think that they do that so much and they will not um, they will not criticize the team. I know that's not what they're there for, but they will lit, like like a guy will come out with an axe and bury it in the umpire's head and they'll be like, well, you know, you know, sometimes an umpire has to just take that in stride. And he can't he can't really react. And, you know, and if, you know, he, he reacts like that, uh, you know, sometimes it's not uh, it's it's the umpire's fault, you know, and it's, yeah, it's like the professionalism that. is just not there with this umpire yeah so that's that's my big issue with that but um hey we're already uh coming up on the uh the first quarter we just blew through that we're keeping this tight though colin because we're going to get this tight and then we're going to record our other show fantasy life later so you can listen to that tomorrow night if you'd like to um but uh we got plenty to talk about so let's get into the second quarter right now Maybe an occupation popular with demons and ducks. Made any mingling akin to being seasoned and stuffed. It's theater with jumping jellyfish. Jealous little sycophants. Miserable and flimsy from the skippies to the pissy pants. Each one separately convinced they're sketching with Da Vinci's hands. Delusion turn a communication a prison camp. You fucking dorks ain't a threat to the cause. There ain't a lesson we can learn from the ostensibly lost. I think it's funny when defendants from identical haunts step out the tempest to measure of what the spectrum involves. Maybe no one cares. Party over here. I'll be over there. Don't, don't, don't need no help. Oh, 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 
Yep. Sportique is where scooters come from and is the proud new home of the Gen Z electric scooter by Mahindra. The Gen Z 2.0 is a powerful 35 mile per hour machine that charges in three hours, has a 30 hour range on a single charge and is qualified as a 50cc scooter in Colorado. That means no license plates, no motorcycle endorsement is needed. You've got to check this thing out. It's the Gen Z by Mahindra at Sportique, where scooters come from. It's the questions. It's the questions, boy. It's the questions. It's the questions. Come on. The questions. How do I tell my kids that I blew their college money on lures and incense? Hey, other than our friends at Colorado Sports Guys, has anyone else in the Denver media caught wind of this podcasting thing? Did Peyton Manning visit Dolphins Camp just to show Marino his rings? Since Paxton Lynch is the rookie, does he have to pick Mark Sanchez up from Home Depot in the morning? What makes Von Miller happier? Finally having his contract settled or that Demarius Thomas's mom brings the good shit to practice? Having seen the terrible blight in Brazilian favelas, will Carmelo Anthony start preaching that brown lives matter? Did Trevor Story really hurt his thumb, or is he just giving Troy Tilla Whiskey a chance to catch up? Does the onset of Alzheimer's disease mean that former CU coach Bill McCartney won't be able to remember the year his entire team went all the way with his daughter? Is it safe to assume that he and Pat Bolin won't be getting together anytime soon to reminisce about old times? You have questions. Uh. We have answers. SouthStandsDenver.com, Colorado's finest internet sports talk since 1971. Picture this. I'm a bag of dicks. Put me to your lips. I am sick. I will punch a baby bear in his shit. Give me lip. I'm going to send you to the yard. Get a stick. Make a switch. I can end the conversation real quick. I am crap. I ain't lying. Kick a lion. I'm the shit, I will fall off in your crib, take a shit Hit your mama on the booty, kick your dog, fuck your bitch Fat boy dressed up like you sound on and took pictures with your kids We the best, we will cut a frowning face in your chest, little wench I'ma mention a refresh, I'ma mention, get correct I will walk into you know, a court while they wreck, screaming yes I am guilty, motherfuckers, All the, all the good that, you, that we try to do You wanna hear a good joke And you Nobody undo speak. it with, you know, a double dong, Bill McCartney uh, uh, I got Pat Boland Pat in there Bolin. too. Pat, double Dong, Pat Boland, Bill McCartney. Joke. Two people that are just revered and respected by everyone who know them. In other words, perfect fodder for the questions. Read. You know, and uh, and I despise Bill McCartney. I just don't, I just don't wish that on anybody, anyone in their family at all. Um, well, it's always the preacher's daughter, right? Yeah, it's true. Absolutely. Um, He's a promise keeper. Uh, he keeps that, that promise. That's, that's the main thing. That whole fucking freak movement. So, but didn't um, he? He started the whole thing. He did. Right? Yeah. I mean, he's like oh, the yeah. promise keeper. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure somebody else used him to kind of get it going. You know, but. it's fascinating, isn't it? How you can shroud. And I'm not saying this is the case with Bill McCartney or Tony Dungy, for that matter. Probably <laughs> is. But it's amazing how you can shroud any persona, any, any. Uh, any resume, any, you know, any uh, number of life activities 
in religion and and have people speak super highly of you as a man, as a person, when in fact you may not be any better or any worse than another guy who doesn't wrap himself in that, in that in that shroud. Absolutely. I remember when that was going on, and <clears throat> I remember saying something about Bill McCartney to my dad, and he was like, he was like, you can't you can't judge him by like his kids and whatever. And I was like, well, that's not the point. The point is that he's very self righteous, and he's telling all these other people how to live, and it's like. Turn around and look at your own house, buddy, and then 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 feel the need to tell everyone how to live their lives when your own fucking life is a shambles. And the same with Tony Dungy. Tony Dungy's all about telling people how to live, and then his, and his son killed himself probably because he was gay and he didn't want. We don't know that. Didn't, he didn't know that. We don't. We, we, we I don't, said probably. Probably. So you're gonna qualify <laughs> things with cautious words. Well, but no, if but you're it, listening, Brandon I, Spano, you can see I'm learning. As I, I, I I I I agree with that theory, and my, but my point is that you know if you and it's great if you could actually if you have some struggles in your life and you want to and you want to be like hey look i've had some problems and i've had some issues i had to deal with and you know i'm trying to overcome it and listen you can too and blah 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 but those guys will never mention any of that they never mention any of that they just keep going hey this is hey you homos quit boning each other because you're evil well it's here's like a, no who was another very famous christian father who preached to the world about how to behave who wrote a book called fatherhood can you name that other person bill cosby very good so yeah. i think we see a common theme in what we're trying to say here i i yeah and it's it's the whole thing is like the second somebody steps up and starts telling you how to live and or how to be a dad specifically yeah when, which is something mccartney and all these guys have in common and it's like hey buddy you know walk a mile in my shoes and then feel free well, but until know. then don't don't uh, i don't want to hear it all I know is when I got to Colorado many, many years ago, it was all about uh, the Promise Keepers and Amendment 2. Remember Amendment 2? And now it's all about legal weed and debauchery, my friends. Hell yeah, and overpopulation and all that stuff. So. Scott, you did hear the gathering is moving to Colorado. <laughs> I saw that. Is that official? It's really coming? It's coming. It's where? Is I, think, I want to say Nederland. I don't know where it's coming oh. to. But, um, speaking of feces. They should um, go uh, southern, Alamosa, I think. Yeah, is yeah. Go, as go. far south yeah. as possible, you know, until you, till you, till you hit New Mexico. Just keep fucking going. Um, speaking of feces, I, I wanted to address uh, the, the Earl Campbell hot link um, controversy. And, um, so yeah, I was following this on Twitter, and uh, yeah, I'm curious. About, I, I've eyed the product in the grocery store myself. You've seen it down here. I've been very, very tempted to purchase them. Okay, before. it's like a, I have the picture on here. It's it's chicken, beef, and pork product. Sure, which most most Franks are. Yeah. are yeah. It, Unless but, you specifically go all beef, there. but they're red. They're red, and it's got Earl Campbell on it. You know, Houston Oilers he's, great. He's holding a like a lasso. He's, he's got right? a cowboy hat and everything, and um, it says Earl Campbell's Hot Link. And um, and I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna. Th- I just need to throw something on the grill when I was up camping. I thought this will be great. I bought some Anaheim peppers, bought some jalapenos to throw on the grill. You know, and um, there's that Coors Light again. And or is uh, that Earl Campbell still coming back? Could be, it could on be you. coming back on me. About two days out of my to, to get out of my system, so I took them up there, threw them on the grill, and um, I was like, I started eating them, and I was like, these aren't very hot. And I was like, these aren't like hot, they're not spicy, you know. But I was like, they're pretty good though, and I was like, this is great. There was a package of five, 
and um, got a little spicy near the end. You know, I think they make those things. So did like, you pack away all five? I did not pack away all five. I packed away four. So and, you had one left for your anus later. <laughs> I was I was very inebriated at this point, right? So I was eating Earl Campbell sausages. I was eating I was eating roasted peppers. I was just eating jalapenos. They I, they weren't that hot, but I was just chowing down on them. I ate something off the grill. I don't even know what it was at that point. Somebody left something on there, and I ate that too, and uh, ate a bunch. Probably drank. 10, 12 beers from like, you know, 2 o'clock on and um, 7 a.m. Just went and slept in my car because I went up by myself. So I went and slept in my car. Had a little bed in there. It was nice. It was a nice little setup. And uh, got up 7 a.m. all of a sudden I had some tummy trouble. Mm. And it woke me up. And I was like, uh-oh. I was like, this is a problem. When, trouble, when tummy trouble wakes you up, it wakes, it's never good. Yeah, it's never yeah. good. Someone's no. knocking at the door. Because I was like, I want to get, get out there, get out of there early anyway. And I, so I kind of sat up and I was like, okay, what am I going to do here? And I was like, I'm, I'm out in the middle of nowhere, right? And now they have a little, they have a little house and it was, it's down the way and they have a bathroom in there. But there's people yeah. sleeping in there, okay? It's how fast can you dig a hole at that point oh, in time? So, so I thought... Can I even make it down the lane to the house to go? And there was just no way. And I was like, I could drive and I could kind of clench and try to get somewhere and get going. But it was probably at least 20 minutes out of the canyon to get to anywhere. And then probably another 15 minutes to get anywhere where the bathroom was. So I made the executive decision. <laughs> By that time, the inside of your car would look like Rio. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. And, and, I, and I made the executive decision. I said, I'm going. I, I spotted a tree. And I said, I'm going down there because it went down a little hill. And I thought, no one's, if anyone gets up, no one's going to be able to see me. And I uh, went down, plotted myself against the tree, and just let loose a huge, huge pile of feces. It was just, it was massive. And it immediately, and it immediately attracted flies. Oh, no. <laughs> they immediately got onto it. Before I, could even, before I could even get out of my squat, I was like, oh, God. So, <laughs> They're like calling their friend. They were like, hey! Hey! <laughs> hey, hey, you'd never believe what just, came, what just landed here. So I was like, oh, God. I was like, that's so much better. I felt, I felt just 100% better. And then what I'd done is I had brought up horseshoes, and to dig the pits, I brought a shovel with me. So I went back to my car, got the shovel, dug a small hole, flipped the pile into the hole, covered it up. Just so – because I didn't, didn't want to hear yeah. later, like, my brother call me and go, a bear showed up and killed three people. I don't know why. And I'd be like, oh, my God, it was because of my feces. So you're not supposed to bury your feces, right? Bears so, love Earl Campbell. Oh, my God. They would have loved these feces. Lakes, yeah. They would have loved this feces. And, uh, and so I, I, I buried it, and then uh, I, there was somebody walking around. I don't think they saw me. And, uh, and then so I had one Earl Campbell left. I brought it back with me. I threw it in the fridge. I, once I feel totally better, I'll probably cook it up and eat it. I think this uh, anger towards Earl Campbell is unwarranted. <laughs> I, uh, you I don't mean, think it's his fault? I, I don't think it's, it's number 34's fault. I, uh, okay. I, I don't think so whatsoever. Yeah, to, to be fair, I mean, if you, if you, if, if you go back and listen to the, the things I put in my body, because uh, what happened? Let's see. I left at noon. I probably got up, I probably got up there around like you know, 1.30 or 2 o'clock. Um, Drank two beers and then uh, and then and then I went up and then uh, then just had a bunch more beers, put all that food in me. I had two hot breakfast burritos in the morning, super hot breakfast burritos. So I guess Earl Campbell totally isn't to blame. No, he's off the hook. But to be fair, there should be a package on the warning on the package that says Earl says, "Hey, motherfucker, don't eat four. <laughs> 
Yes, yeah, yeah. Don't eat four. Hey, two is fine. <laughs> four is not going to end well for you. So. Four, and you're going to run out the door. Yeah. I mean, it's been a long time since I've had to do that because usually, you know, like you know, you, you you take a take a nice dump before you go up and do something like that for the night, and you're you're totally fine. But man, seven a.m. I was like, it was like it was like fucking a. A, a bowel alarm clock just saying, wake up. You got to take care of this, dude. At least, though, on the bright side, at least the alarm clock went off and you knew what was going on. What's worse is when the is when you think you just have to pass gas and you find <laughs> out that that's a total disaster. Um, I just would have ran off into the woods never to be seen. <laughs> never again. to be seen Yeah, again. they would have been like, why is this car still here? Where is he? And I just, I would have, I would have lived a, a woods life. <laughs> You're rolling around in the, <laughs> yeah. on the I just, I just would have lived my life there. Then. You, got, you got the look down. I did. So speaking of buried shit, have you, uh, did you watch the real sports on, uh, on Rio and the whole, uh, the whole, uh, uh, uh Olympic committee thing? And I, all, all I watched, this? I watched a little bit on it and just how corrupt it was. And like, they, they were like, you know, uh, the, the human rights abuses. Yeah. Well, they were like the, they, the Utah Olympics and they were like, well, so-and-so got this, this from the donors and all these people got all these kickbacks and all this stuff. And it's just like, it's so gross and corrupt. And I just think. Those athletes have trained their whole lives for this, and then they got to go down for that shit show. Literal shit show. Like, like not just an expression. Yeah. It's oh, a literal yeah. shit show. When, the they, when they were showing the raw sewage running down the hills of the flavelas directly into the ocean, I was just like, oh, my God. Oh, it's so gross. And everyone's getting robbed and then, and then you know, taking places to, to empty out their bank accounts. It's like that's just that doesn't that doesn't seem like the Olympic spirit to me. No, but here's the thing, and, and this is another thing that that special kind of revealed was that it's these regimes like Beijing, for example, um, that where the people have absolutely no rights and no say that the Olympics love to go because they can put on the biggest show using slave labor and illegal Don't have immigrants. To deal with unions. They, yeah. <laughs> and uh, the, the, the international Olympic committee just loves that shit. It's gross. Um, we do got to take a, we got to take a break into the second half. We can pick this up on the other side um, if you want, but yeah, it is, it is really gnarly. I just feel bad for the people that they want it. They, that's their, that's their time to shine and, there ain't nothing. There ain't nothing shiny down there. It's all nasty, poop-filled body part needles floating everywhere. You can't shine that many turds. No, John. you cannot. cannot. It's impossible. So, uh, let's take a quick, take a quick break, and we'll be right back with the second half after this. Where the buildings are old, and you might have lots of mimes. I hate the feeling when you're looking at me that way. It'll make it okay. It makes it go away. Oh, I don't know, I don't know, oh, where to begin when we're North American. But in the end, make the same mistakes all over again. Oh, I've been using Mangrate all summer. Mangrate, man, is it great. Cast iron grates for your grill. The flavor from everything you cook impregnates itself into these babies. Even Earl Campbell's hot link. Even Earl Campbell's hot links will come back at you one more time. 
man greats gets perfect perfect grill marks every time impress your friends impress your family you've never seen a more beautiful pork chop and don't forget the olitha sweet corn coming out in the coming days delicious off your man grates 100 percent cast iron 100 percent made in america visit mangrate.com use the promo code denver or click the link at southstandsdenver.com Sports before anyone oh, finds it. <laughs> your spores, spore, sports. Bury your spore, ladies and gentlemen. Sports. If you're out camping, um, <laughs> you got to go do that. Is that, is so. that a brule, a brule's rule? It's just a, just a general rule okay. I've always known. Bury your spore, okay. and uh, you know if you got to if you got to go, you got to go. So um, no well, one's saying about vomit, but speaking of, if you've got to go, you've got to go. What's up with Woody Page? Oh yeah, got to going from the post. To, to vacate his position of 30-plus years with the Denver Post to go to work at the fucking Colorado Springs Gazette Telegraph. Apparently, he wants a job still. I, that's, that's what well, I would but think. he resigned. He just resigned. It wasn't like he was bought out and they said, oh, hey, it's we're coming. Gonna... The, you know, the storm is coming. The storm is here. No, but he just resigned. Well, yeah. He's gone. He uh-huh. didn't, I'm but... sure he resigned because he was sick of watching everybody around him leave, and he saw the handwriting on the wall. How can the Colorado Springs Gazette Telegraph be a healthier newspaper than the Denver Post? Because it is, apparently. Yeah, 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 totally. 100%. Not even a question about it. If you were going to do advertising, right, for Sportique in the newspaper, would you put it in the Denver Post or the Gazette? Well, considering my main store is in Denver, I'd probably put all it right, in the Denver uh, Post. Okay, I sure. don't think there are a lot of Gazette subscribers in the Denver market. Well, the, right, the, right, the reason right, why it works for those guys, they all live here in Denver, but they can write for Colorado Springs. And it's, but, and you would probably know this, it's probably more of a newspaper town. People probably still get the newspaper, oh, right? small towns. Uh, uh, the Pueblo Chieftain, that one is fantastic. And, uh, yeah, Colorado Springs Gazette. Uh, yeah, no one. Who, who reads the Post anymore? It's uh, it, it's a tough one. <laughs> I do. It's the smaller communities where that uh, will. where that marketing really works anymore. Well, I just I wonder what the actual push was for him to finally say, "Hey, I'm just I'm just going to resign and go somewhere else." I thought he'd just retire. You know, like you'd think he'd just be like he. Pro- I, I would figure he'd just tell him, "Hey, give me you know four more years and then I'll retire and you know blah blah blah." But he just said, "Nope, I'm out of here. I'm going to go write for someone else." I. I don't know what else he's doing. He's still doing ESPN stuff, but um, you know, it, we had this conversation with uh, when, when Clee was here, okay. uh, Paul Clee, and, and how the Gazette is—it's uh, still a newspaper that brings people together, a community-based newspaper, and people still read it. And uh, that was one of the nice things that he liked about writing for it. Oh, Paul, handsome Paul Clee. Paul Clee um, told me he wants to make sure he's he's. He's down for I think December eighteenth. Whenever whenever handsome Tom comes to town, Paul Clee wants to be here to talk about it. Ah, yes. So he we yes, got, we yes. got him down on the calendar. So good, good, good. Does he get to play that game? <laughs> Who Tom Brady? Yeah. By that point he should. Okay, yeah, I okay, think so. Fair enough. 
But um, we're going to talk quarterbacks later on the on the Fantasy Life uh, pod, so uh, we can get into that in a little while. Um, yeah, I don't know how this changes everything. I know that um, uh, that uh, uh, Nick Groke is now on the Broncos beat, and Nikki Jabalva. I can't pronounce her last so name. Everyone, everyone's twenty-four. Yeah, everyone, everyone who's very young is now on the, the the head Bronco Riders, which is fine. They do a great job. So they do a great job, but, but you, w- w- the line is blurring between outlets like take BSN for example, and and that I mean I think from a, a journalistic credibility standpoint, I don't see a great gap between the people who are currently covering the Broncos for the Post. And those covering the Broncos for some of these other outlets. No, no, you're right, and it's no knock on the people from the Post. They they're very talented, and know what they're doing. But yeah, if you if you if you line them all up, you'd be like, hey, look at all these millennial fucksticks. Right? Who's the blogger <laughs> and who works for the national newspaper? Yeah, so um, it's it's a little strange. It's a little different than when it was Jeff Legwald and Mike Kliss. I mean, when you look at the at the list of names of people who have departed the Denver Post over the last say two years um lindsey jones mike kliss troy rank i mean the list goes on and on and on and that's only in the sports section it's happening in every department at that paper and it's stunning i just saw a girl tweet today i can't remember her name she was like a digital content editor or something and she just said the post uh, just let me go and then they then they immediately just start hiring from the same position so it was almost like is it? A, she, she's making sixty k, and someone's got to make thirty. Yeah, yeah, that's that's got to be what. And it it's is, easier so. to. And I've been in this position as an employer before. I have somebody at fifteen dollars an hour. I need somebody at twelve. Rather than asking them to make that move, I'd rather let them move on and find somebody else. Sure, and that's what you got to do. I understand that. But why is the Post doing it? Why do they need to cut corners so much? Because they're, they're making money. They're not, they're not losing money. They're making money. If you remember Nick Groke's rant from a couple weeks ago, do you remember this? Yes. Okay. He said they're making money. They've made profit. They they're, want more. They're doing, they're doing, yeah, they want more of a profit. So they're just going to slash everybody and get everybody out of here who's making money. Woody Page probably made the most money there. So, I'm sure he did. So they were probably like, you got to get out of here, old man. So, gotta, so the clock must be ticking on Kisla. It's got to be, you know. So unless the, unless he's one of those things where they're like, well, we'll keep him around just because he's the he's at least a, a an older recognizable name and that that is some clout instead of like you know like well let's see let's say okay let's say Kisla makes I don't know what a uh, hundred grand a year doing whatever he does I'll do Kisla's job for sixty grand a year They'll, they can just hire me I'll just come in and do the same thing so it's a lot that's that's a lot you probably do. <laughs> That's a good savings, right? <laughs> Listen, post Denver Post. If you're listening, I will take Kisla's job. Just and it's, you'll just might take Kisla's job, and that makes for an in- <laughs> interesting segue. Um, I wanted to bring up your uh, your most recent just my take column, which is published there at BSN Denver. There's a just my take tab right at the top, and I believe Scott was reading your column earlier from last week, where you called out uh, the Broncos fans who go down to training camp as nerds well the 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 main crux is that sport when when pokemon go fever hit um hit the world or wherever it is in the continental united states they the sports the sports talking heads were all like you know oh, what is this crap you know oh, stupid She's running around chasing japanese cutesies stupid yeah. 
dummies. It's 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 outside their 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 masculine sphere, and so they have to react to it and say it's dumb, right? And then I got to thinking, I was like, okay, I could see how you would think that's dumb if you didn't understand it or you didn't have kids or or whatever. You know, I've seen tons of grown. I've seen I see a lot of couples. A lot of like, like, yes. like couples, maybe in their mid twenties, maybe millennials, millennials, millennial fuck sticks. and with all the time when when you met us at Wash Park, that couple was sitting right there, mm-hmm. and um, and so you know, I understand if you don't if you don't understand what it is and whatnot, but just another thing people do. What it's not not well, well, harming anybody except for the people who are falling Pokemon. off cliffs and things Th- like that. They grew up with Pokemon. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it would be like if. Uh, I, I, there is no comparison. I was going to say if like they became like a garbage pail game yeah. or something, like garbage pail, garbage yeah. pail kids or something. But it was uh, to such a great degree. They they had the cartoon. They it's, had the oh, cards, absolutely. Had, that's that's uh, the age, into, right? Yeah. It's so, the first totally. video game I can think of that gets people off their ass and makes them walk. Absolutely, it's yeah, it's cool. It's but but then I thought about it and I thought, okay, I could see where you'd think it was kind of nerdy. And I thought, well, training camp is fucking nerdy. It's, it's all get out. And it's and it's ridiculous. People line people lined up the very first day. It was a Thursday. People were lined up at like don't know somebody camped out from the night before from like nine o'clock. They were there from nine o'clock. Camped out for the first day of training camp to just to be the first in line. I knew people who were like you know they're like oh yeah I'm going to training camp and I was just like why I said why are you going to training camp? And they're like oh I just really like it you know. And the only thing they could say to me that like kind of made sense is that. You know, you can get autographs, and I guess if you know you guys want to bring your kids, you can maybe get some autographs. And if that's what you're into, that's cool. It's not what I'm into. I've gone to training camp, because you guys probably gone to training camp too. At some I have, point. yes. Yeah. Um, I've gone to Greeley. I've gone to Dove Valley, and um, it's it's kind of cool to do it once or twice and to kind of see it and be that close to the players. But after that, there's so much there's so much updates going on and what's happening. You can get play-by-play updates of what's going on at training camp, and you don't have to fucking sit there in the sun. And that's the thing. Why do I want to wait in line for four hours and then have to go inside and sit on a hill and bake in the sun? Yeah, it's one thing if it's overcast in 78. That would be It's been be 95 degrees in Denver, and yeah, I, I don't see the appeal, and there is no shade to be found by all accounts. No, no. It's a, it's a big hill, and it, it, faces, it faces the sun. And I just think like, you know, they they're there's people are so quick to like, you know, take on some other kind of thing people are interested in and then you look at that and go, Hey, that is really dumb. People would wait in line for that. And and granted it doesn't cost any money and people have said, Oh, well, you know, if it's good for kids, whatever, that's fine. But there's grown people going out there and sitting and watching people practice and that is just not cool. Preseason game, totally different, because preseason game, you're seeing people actually playing for their jobs and you can actually watch People either fail miserably or achieve success. That's interesting. Um, I can see doing that uh, at least for the at least for the quarter and a half that they play that they're they're serious about it. Um, but you know, training camp in general is just like I just I think once as a fan and as a as a tier one, you guys are all tier ones, I assume, right? I think oh. you you downgraded me to tier three last I, week. I did. Oh, what yeah. happened? Well, I made a horrible joke about John Elway. Oh, did you? Okay. Yeah. Well, okay. You're back up this week, so. Okay. Um, you know, you just at one point you just kind of go, okay, I don't, I don't need to do that anymore, and that's totally fine. But there's people who go all the time. Yeah, you know, I've been thinking about your tier system here, and yeah. um, I was thinking because you know I was born in Chicago, raised in Chicago. When it comes down to it, you know, the Bears and the Sox and you know Bulls are in my blood and all that stuff. But here I am. You're talking and, yourself down tears, oh, buddy. I, I, don't, I, I don't know what I, you're I, doing. I hear, what, hear what you're saying, but this is what I was thinking about, right? Okay, so I'm here in Denver. I certainly root for. The Colorado teams. Sure. I'm raising my kids, 
fans of the Colorado teams. I mean, hell, I'm producing a Colorado sports podcast, right? So I think there should be some sort of like a tier one special exemption. In, oh, uh, no, you're allowed to be from somewhere else. Oh, I mean, yeah, John's absolutely. from somewhere else. Yeah, I'm, no, that I'm does not disqualify else. you. What disqualifies you is living in Los Angeles and painting your face and dyeing your hair orange <laughs> and <laughs> acting like you think you're some sort of giant Broncos fan. San we, Diego, we know, not Los Angeles. We, we know what you really yeah. love is the Chargers. It's not San Diego either. Just it's so not. Yeah, yeah, Colin, you have a point, Captain yeah. Faco. Yeah, you have you have a point. Um, you, but you should yeah. change the name of a show to the Tier Two Cast. Oh, that's that's, that's well, a good name for know, it. And I really was thinking about this because we have a, people like Cecil Lammy. Like like Cecil brings so much goodness Cecil's to Broncos Steelers country. Fan. Yeah, right, he's exactly. not a, he's not a he's not a, he's not a Bronco but, but, but fan think, at all. But think about well, if it's if they're playing the Steelers, no. But if they're playing against anybody else, he's going to root for the Broncos. That's who, he's got friends on the team, and he, he brings so much to Broncos country that I feel he's a Tier One special exemption. See salami? Oh yeah. No, oh, yeah, no. Yeah. He, he, he's not. He's not even considered because it's not. What? It's not his bag. Listen, uh, you, 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 you can be a tier one, Scott. You can maybe even be a tier one gold. What you can't be is a tier one platinum because you weren't born here. Well, much like myself, you can't be a tier one if you're if if the Broncos are a second team. Like I have I have my True. my buddy Castle Rock Josh who lives here. Dolphins are his first team. Yeah, he's not a tier one. Yeah. No, no, no. That's definitely tier two. See, I got a, like a 1A, 1B type of a situation. When the Bears play the Broncos, I don't watch. I just do not watch. Okay, and that's cool. That's, 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 how, that's how I, I roll. What, what, it, what I explained to my, to my family, who are all tier one platinums, because they, they are my, my wife and my two kids, all born in Denver, mm-hmm. they're all tier one platinums. I mean, they, they're, they're, they're lukewarm on the Broncos, but I was explaining to them they could be tier ones, and I was trying to tell them, Daddy is not a tier one platinum. I can only be a tier one gold because I wasn't born here. And they were kind of like, all right, all right. I got one over on the old man. So It's like never being able to be president because you weren't it, born in the ex- States. Exactly. You know, like, Arnold, like Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah. I'm like Arnold Schwarzenegger. And or then, Ted Cruz. And then, or and then, <laughs> like Ted Cruz. Yeah, well, yeah he, he almost made it. But Or that Obama guy. Or that Obama guy. <laughs> or, or um, Obama. But, uh, and then just we'll, we'll, take a, we'll take a break, get into the third quarter. But uh, just so everyone understands, and then to become tier one diamond, do you understand what it becomes to, be, to become tier one diamond? Oh, God. You have to die. No. Oh, really? You have, to, you have die, to die. And when you die, you, you, have you, to be barrel man, you, you, you meet barrel man at the gates of the diamond gates and he hands you a beer and says welcome in and then you become tier one diamond so that's how it goes so let's take a quick break we'll be uh, into the fourth quarter right now Pourquoi je me méfie Qu'a-t-on pu bien faire de tous ces sacrifices Oui, personne n'est fidèle, mais pourtant la vie doit rester toujours belle. Et peu importe si l'homme reste si cruel avec ce qu'il est, il faut sans doute pardonner mais son ego de côté. Pourquoi tout le monde se ment et se trompe jusqu'à se traîner dans la misère la plus totale Donnez ma confiance et mon cœur. Looking for a unique place to visit? Grab a coffee and maybe check out some comics, used books, and records. Mutiny Information Cafe. Completely unique, completely uniquely Denver. This is a place you must visit right at the corner of Ellsworth and Broadway. Proprietor, one Matt Megacy, the, the, the webmaster of our website. Absolutely awesome dude. Awesome people. And the iced coffee... <laughs> 
They make the ice cubes out of coffee. Makes perfect sense. Visit Mutiny Information Cafe, and please do me a favor. Let them know that the South Stand sent you. Rockies killing the Dodgers. No way. Four nothing. Story. Yep. Four nothing. It's uh, John Gray on the mound though, so it's good stuff. Um, so you know, talking about that uh, Rockies playoff run, let's just uh, we'll just hold tight on that. The Monforts have to be like scrambling. They're like, they got to go. We got to get that. We got to get that thing out. We got to start taking this money. We got to get this money in here. You know they they got to do this because be, last couple of years they've been out of it they've been well out of it by now and there's no there's no well, sense they in were. sending it. They've somehow crawled mysteriously back into the picture and it's it still got me flummoxed. They never they never quite they never quite they were like twelve out yeah but they never like they never hit rock bottom like I was going th- I go through the time my time hop every day in the morning I'm drinking some coffee and like go back three years and this time of year it's just like. Oh my God, the Rockies are such a fucking embarrassment. Oh, the Rockies are—they're just so terrible. And it, it's all of that for last couple of years, but um, not so grim this year. There's a, there's some there's some positives, so we can maybe 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 look forward to some baseball in uh, you know in October, some meaningful baseball in September, and maybe some baseball in October. Be nice. Maybe, maybe soon. Maybe. You know, they got that kid. I don't know his name. Maybe you guys know his name. They, they drafted him this year out of high school. Trevor Story. No, not that kid. Oh, Riley Pint? Is that is the, he a pitcher? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He throws, he's in high school, he throws about 104 miles yeah, per a, hour. he's a badass. Like, yep. major league baseball players don't throw the ball 104 miles per hour. That's uh, in high school. So, yep. That yeah. reminds me, uh, there's a documentary, I believe it is on Netflix right now, and it's called Fastball, and I recommend it. It's narrated by Kevin Costner, and it's all about pitchers. It's all about fastballs, and uh, it's really interesting how they uh, – it, it goes through the history of when they started clocking the speed mm. of pitches, and they showed a famous pitcher, and I, I wouldn't be able to remember his name, but from like the 1940s, and he raced an Indian motorcycle. Like, right when the motorcycle passed him, he threw a pitch, and the pitch beat the motorcycle, which was going top speed at, like, 98 miles an hour. Oh, my God. They, wow. I mean, that's how rudimentary early measurements yeah, it's, it's, were. Wow. I guess that'd be the only way you could measure it, right? So, that's cool. Uh, I, you know, baseball is one of those things. Like, a lot of people think, oh, it's boring football for me, baby. It's like baseball's got some very uh, – it's got a very cool history, and uh, it's got some very intricate um, – Kind of uh, intricate things that you could pay attention to that make it make it uh, more fascinating. I think so. It was that Ken Burns series on PBS that yeah. is available via Netflix that really, really pushed me over the edge to becoming a baseball fan. Yeah, it was I dig so it. good. Um, what do you got? You got some tweet of the week. We for got us, the, we, well got get... t- we got two features left over here. Uh, we have tweet of the week, and we have the return of the ever popular. Headlines to yard lines segment. So uh, that's very good. Let's let's save headlines to yard lines for for last. So people will, will stay tuned, um, and we'll we'll get to the tweet of the week right now. Tweet of the 
Our tweet of the week this week is the, the last blockbuster. And uh, this is somebody tweeting from the very last blockbuster video store. And you can follow it at Lone Blockbuster. And uh, it's just really good stuff. Really entertaining stuff. Um, and here are some of, uh, of the last blockbuster's recent tweets. If you're going to the Dollar Tree, please park in our lot and walk over. It helps people know we're still open. Sure, we're not. Sure, we're desperate, but we're not flip a dumbass sign on the sidewalk to attract customers desperate. VHS tapes are like vinyl for movies. Hip, right? <laughs> Life's hard enough without the library undercutting you at every fucking turn. You may not like us, but if we go out of business, our building will most likely become become a hangout for undesirables. Sometimes when people ask where I work, I say Target, because I don't want to deal with the whole rigmarole. Attention, Barbara Gull. We found that copy of Steel Magnolias on the shelf. We apologize for the negative impact we had on your credit score. If you're going to let something as silly as asbestos stand between you and today's hottest cinema, knock yourself out. Our manager said we could turn the AC on if we get 1,000 Twitter followers. Now she's acting like she never said it. Honestly, if you're the kind of person who enjoys watching films on the internet, we don't even want your business. We've been trying to build an online streaming service, but Bryson's laptop keeps crapping out. And finally, from our tweet of the week, the last blockbuster, at Lone Blockbuster, come to Blockbuster today. Get 10% off at Radio Shack. Mm, That's good stuff. Very, very, very entertaining, very clever account. Follow them at Lone Blockbuster. Hey, wasn't it the uh, the owner of what? The Florida Marlins, right? Who uh, was... The blockbuster guy? He's a big blockbuster guy? I think he is the blockbuster guy. I think that's how he he lost his his ass on that thing. And, you know, it's only reasonable that they should have lost their ass because can you think of any company that fucked more people's credit ratings than blockbuster video? I mean, I had a copy of a DVD in my trunk that I lost. I could never find it. And I owed them like $75 at one point. And I was always scared to go in there because I'd, I'd like slink around. Hey, at least you didn't go to jail over it like some people here hey, when they didn't, when say, they didn't hey, say, return hey, something. Hey, 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 That's another story for another paid day. Paid in full. Paid in full. <laughs> paid in full. Um, it's I, good stuff. I, I'm glad. Oh, what, go yeah. ahead. Oh, I was going to say, you know, when I was a kid, I, I got ripped off by a video store once because what I did was they, they, a new video store came to town in where the Kmart was. And they had this deal where if you paid like 50 bucks up front, you can get like $1 rentals for life, mm. you know, type thing for like five days. And I'm like, heck yeah, that's awesome. And I paid my 50 bucks and like two months later, it was out of business. Uh, and I'm like, ah, uh, bastards. Was it Hollywood video? <laughs> no, it was just a hole, hole in the wall video. The local, the local yeah, shop. You, know, you don't remember hole the local? The video. Oh, I had the, I had the local one. Oh, yeah. yeah, the local ones. You were... Uh, yeah, I the miss- local one had a black curtain with a room <laughs> with a little room full of softcore behind yeah, there. Yeah, well, you know the old video yeah. one on Colfax. It uh, it's long gone. It moved it moved somewhere else. And I think it just shut down in its other location. That had the nice the porn dungeon. It had the basement full of full of pornography. I heard about it. Well, I don't understand <laughs> renting some porn anymore. It's, yeah, you imagine you imagine you had to go to a building, walk down the stairs. And a bunch of other weirdos trying not to make eye contact, and you had to go select your movie, and then bring it back upstairs, set it on the counter in between copies of Independence Day and fucking, um, you know, whatever, you know, and <laughs> raising and, Arizona, raising Arizona, and you had to like slide and go, hey, what's up, how you doing, and just try not to, you know, 
So well, it's like buying condoms at Walgreens. Right, Essentially, a, yeah. A long time ago. And, John, you lived in Fort Collins. You may remember this. There were some characters in Fort Collins many, many years Still ago. Still are. But there was this guy named Barney. Do you remember this guy named no, Barney? Oh, do not. He would go to all the bars. He was... A little mentally challenged, but he'd be like, "Hi, hey, there, high five, high five! I'm, I'm going to Disneyland." You know, don't no, remember this guy at all? No, oh, I can't remember that. Well, anyway, if people lived in uh, Fort Collins in the '90s, they're going, "Oh, I remember Barney," uh, but that was his reputation. Is uh, he would pornography? Go pornography. He would go to the video store and, and then he would give everyone high fives. And he, I tell you, he had the softest hands. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of jergens, a lot of jergens. Um, hey, speaking of beating off, let's let's get some headlines to yard lines, and then we'll then we'll get out of here. Then we'll beat off out of here. We'll beat off out of here. One of one of my favorite segments, by the way. So you know, it, the fantasy the fantasy season is upon us, and it's easy to lose track of what's going on in the world around us. That's not fantasy football related. So I've come up with a way to combine world headlines with fantasy football advice, and it's called Headlines to Yard Lines. I'm bracing myself for these. A Russian helicopter was shot down Monday after delivering aid to the Syrian city of Aleppo, killing all five people on board. Also, Steelers running back Le'Veon Bell is seeing his fantasy value crash after receiving a four-game suspension for drug use. Muslim community leaders have refused to bury one of the terrorists who killed a Catholic priest this week in the north of France. And it's too soon to shovel dirt on Reggie Bush. He signed a deal with the Bills for the 2016 season. A A local mayor and a police officer were among those arrested Monday for their alleged involvement in the murder of 10 people in western Mexico. Also, every NFL team can bury 10 camp cuts on their practice squads starting September 4th. Indonesia's war on drugs is floundering as budget cuts have dramatically affected rehabilitation programs, leading to more addicts winding up in jail. And NFL Commissioner Roger Goodell is scheduled to meet with Browns wideout Josh Gordon soon to discuss his possible reinstatement. Police in Nicaragua say they found the bodies of eight people believed to be migrants who drowned. And don't get underwater this season by failing to pick at least one whiteout in the first two rounds in PPR leagues. That's headlines, the yard lines, valuable world news, and oh, fantasy advice Lord. all combined into one. Wow. Wow. That's good. It's pretty good stuff. Yep. It was awesome. Um,. Yeah, so that's why we contain that to this show, and then we don't <laughs> put was, it on. That's a shame. <laughs> that's a shame. It it's, is a shame. It's, it's a good. Um, it's it's a good bit. Yeah, we're going to keep it to this show, which has the explicit rating. And the next show, there's no bad words in there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm saying it's not explicit. It's just a little. It's a little questionable, but <laughs> I love it. I love it. Don't get me wrong. But um, yeah. So we we were. I was going to say we're going to record the uh, the next fantasy life after this, and that'll be out. That'll be out tomorrow or the next day, whenever. You, you uh, whenever you enjoy your your podcast, um, but um, that'll be all your fantasy stuff. But that's a little that's a little taste of that right now. The the headlines to yard lines. So it's we, good stuff. We touched on fantasy real quick before we get out of here. I want to touch on a nightmare that a, that somebody I know, kind of I would consider a friend, is going through. Um, Bob Guzman, who used to be the uh, head meteorologist here at at uh, KDVR Fox Thirty One, uh, I saw this. Um, got himself in a little bit of hot water this week, and uh, myself and and Castle Rock Josh and some of his old friends. He played poker with us for years. 
um, are all kind of circling the wagons to make Bob feel better. But he, on his own personal Facebook page, made a comment to the effect of why is Hillary Clinton uh, traipsing out the f- the parents of all these quote unquote thugs. And uh, he was referring to the parents of, of uh, Tamir Rice, et cetera. And, uh, and uh, it's interesting because this, this was a post on his private Facebook page. It had nothing to do with the station or the public. But it's, it's it, as a reminder to all you media members out there, you can't represent yourself as not being a member of the media. And in this case, in Bob's case, how do you use the word criminals? I think he still has his job. Um, but Did, the he word thug, Did he say black? Do you say black thugs? No, he just said thugs. Okay. And, and that is a charge term, and unfortunately, Deadspin and some other outlets picked it's up It's a charge term, and that's the problem, is that you're using terminology that people have found offensive and have deemed offensive. Now, you're right. He could say criminal, or he could say you know, what, whatever, like these, these fucking assholes, he could say. And it would probably go over better than thug, which is unfortunate. Yeah, I think that, but, that word is what got him fired, which is interesting because when I think of the word thug, I think of West Side Story. I think of black leather jackets and cigarettes packs rolled up in the sleeves. No, it's a, it's um, a, I think of bullies. I, I honestly, no, I, a, think of white, I think of a white bully. That's the image in my those mind. Are, those are greasers. It's a white, so it's a white thing that, ha, that uh, it's now been... A, now been Everyone's been alerted that white people refer to black people as thugs, and so it's and like that's the, weird. It's that's the, a generate. That's a it's, millennial it's thing. The, it's like the Denver Thuggets when that when all those guys played for the Nuggets, they called them the Thuggets because they were they were badass black dudes with tattoos on their necks. And so Ken, 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 Kenyon Martin. Yep. So oh, I missed that team. That was a good. That was a goddamn good team. Those guys. Yeah, that so, was fun, man. Was Iverson, good, Carmelo, good stuff. Um, yeah, Man. so, you know, thankfully, we don't have to worry about that type of thing here. We can say whatever we want. It's not a big deal. So Fire but, us. Yeah, go ahead. Boss of the South Stands fan yeah, cast. Go ahead, fire me. So <laughs> I had a one, one guy said one time he, he was like, he, he, had, he was upset with something I said or didn't, he didn't agree with me, and he asked me if you were my boss. And I should t- if I if he should talk to you and I said I said yeah go go for it I was like yeah that's yeah you should talk to him see what he, yeah definitely report 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 to him please so yeah, that's good stuff so um, let's get out of here we've this is this has been great welcome back Scott it's nice to have you um, well welcome back you guys too I mean well, it's yeah. been long Wait, for all of us we all, uh, we all like doing it we all like yeah. we all like you know letting off some steam sweating out some steam you and you know? know as much as i love having a guest I, I i i do like just sitting down and, and talking to you guys because you know you guys are you're you're my sports homies and and this is a this is a natural conversation everybody this this is there's i mean some of this shit you know headlines to yard lines that's scripted the rest Not of this much this is just a conversation well, and that's why I think it's nice to have guests, but you know we got to make sure uh, not to load it up with too much guests. With that said, I've got a bunch of guests coming up, so we've got a few. We got a few guests coming up in the next tier one, weeks. tier one guests, guys. Ooh. I said Ooh. every time today, I said I said, hey, if you got somebody coming, make sure it's tier one because we don't we don't want tier twos. So some tier twos turned me down tonight, and I was like. All right, tier twos. That's it for you. You're not. You're not coming back on. So we've got bonafide or bonafide as uh, as what's his uh, Doug dealing Doug and his children and his grandchildren say bonafide tier one guests coming up the next couple of weeks. So stay tuned for that. So, but uh, until next time, this has been the South Stands Denver Fancast. Adios. We love you, Denver.